Hello and welcome to Work-Life Balance Pod. I'm your host Jess and this is episode four. This week I'm going to talk a bit about how I, well, how I struggle being a mother while being sick. It was a completely new and unique challenge to me because normally I curl up in a ball and I feel pretty sorry for myself. But today or over the past couple of weeks, over the last week, I wasn't able to curl up in a ball and feel sorry for myself because I have a little girl who I needed to look after who also got the sickness bug. I thought it was hell on earth having or being sick and then I encountered a whole new dimension and that is being sick and having to look after someone else at the same time. So I, well, she had the sickness bug before me and I... I knew I was feeling a bit queasy because I literally went off my food and then that night she woke up I needed to change her somewhat poopy nappy and before I knew it I shouted at my husband, asked him to help me out and well, (laughs) ran to the toilet and then the whole contents of my uh, dinner came up. So that was that and I spent the rest of the night feeling pretty sorry for myself. However, she was starting to feel better while I was feeling rotten and I was wrestling with her to try and, well, not make me get up too much and play around with her and that was quite a challenge and I struggled a bit because my um, husband had an extremely large amount of work to do and couldn't take the time off work to help me. So uh, I, yeah... I really um, was in a hard place because I, I all I wanted to do was just sort of lay there a bit despondently. But that is motherhood for you. So if any of you other guys have any experiences of being sick yourself and having to look after a somewhat poorly child, um, please do let me know. I've got a new email address where you can all email in your stories of any of the subject matters I talk about on my podcast find it in the details below and I'd love to hear what you have to say but as a result of being unwell and then for some reason fate decided to sort of you know hit me a bit harder I then also got my uh, monthly visitor as I like to call it and um, that sort of hit me with a wave of hormones and other feelings and not having eaten for quite a while my whole mood set had just dropped within a day or two and I felt quite let's say low in myself today and really struggled and so I was a I felt a bit in a hard place and I felt all these feelings coming over me that I haven't felt for quite a while if any of you are listening out there and probably of a similar mind I get quite bad anxiety at times and particularly when my mood has dropped the anxiety manifests itself in guilt quite frequently I feel guilty for particularly asking for help because I am someone who doesn't like to ask for help quite frequently I'll ask for help in situations when it's work so if I'm a nurse and I'm needing more people to do Things like, you know, something that requires teamwork. Oh, I 
oh my God, if this was a job interview, I'd be failing quite epically. No, when I'm talking about help, I'm talking about help that tends to impact my home life. So currently I've almost transitioned into being a stay-at-home mum because my job search hasn't gone as well as I hoped and I was hoping to have something that would I would have gone into after my maternity leave that had taken me over from nursing but that hasn't transpired. Anyway, that continues. I'm still trying to do that. But at the, so at the present, I'm now sort of looking after my little girl and being a stay-at-home mum, which, by the way, I know there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mum. I'm quite happy with it. But today, I found it very overwhelming. Although I'm feeling better myself physically, I think psychologically and mentally, I'm still struggling because of everything that's gone on over the past couple of days. And I always had this... I remember when I was younger, my thoughts about stay-at-home mums was that must be really nice (laughs) yeah I know that must have been really ignorant of me but I was quite young and I I had no idea the amount of energy and effort it took to look after a child and it's an incredible amount of energy and then you couple that with housework and then you add two pets onto it or three or one however many you've got and it is quite a challenge and I think today it got a bit on top of me because I was trying to... uh, I just looked around at my living room and found clutter everywhere. It kind of resurfaced from the cupboards as I'd been tidying up and just stayed there because I haven't had the chance to actually put it away because my daughter's just been clambering everywhere and trying to keep an eye on her and then also get rid of various bits and bobs has just been so incredibly difficult. And I just... Well... I've got my in-laws coming on the weekend. I thought, they can't see all this mess. And I know they don't judge me in that manner, but I just thought, I felt a bit ashamed of myself. And I know there's nothing wrong with what I'm doing because I have a little girl to care for. But a sense of guilt that I should be, as a stay-at-home mum, I should be perfect. Because on social media, you see all these perfect homes with no mess and this beautiful minimalistic aesthetic and I'm sitting there with all this clutter and I mean a huge amount of clutter that I am consciously trying to tidy up but the amount of chores just toppling me has been incredible and I feel like there's so much pressure to be the perfect mum and to take her out to all these events and well anyway the clutter had built up and she was just screaming all the time I wasn't sure why she was screaming I thought she might be teething I thought she might, you know, be thirsty. So I went down through all the lists of it. Nappy, thirsty, teething, cowpool, all of that. And it transpired in the end that all she wanted to do was just play around. She wanted to crawl around and her next milestone was in front of her. And if anyone has listened to the previous episodes, she is continuously wanting to go onto the next milestone. So she learned to crawl quite quickly. She's now learned to stand by pulling herself up. And I think the next thing she's trying to do is actually stand without any assistance and then try and walk. And it's almost, I mean, she's now nine and a half, almost 10 months. And it's almost like she's trying to jump into being a toddler already, which is quite scary for me because things seem to be going so quickly for me that my little girl seems to be disappearing before me and turning into almost a teenager within two years or something. But 
that was quite challenging with the constant screaming and the clutter and how I'd been feeling over the past couple of days had just surmised into one big ball of sort of guilt and anxiety that I just collapsed into a flood of tears this morning and couldn't think of what to do. And when my mind starts spiralling like that, I also start feeling like you know, I, I start targeting my body as well. And if anyone's out there and knows how that feels, it can be really, really difficult to get yourself out of that mindset because I have been consciously really working very hard over the past couple of months to try and get my fitness back to a level that I, a, a good level, should I say. So I had a fairly, I've was, I was always, always been fairly fit in myself and done lots of exercise. But another thing that I have also been very conscious about is my weight and also how I look in my appearance and I think to some degree I I probably this is not an official diagnosis but I probably all always suffered from some form of I believe body dysmorphia so when I was 15 I believed I had too much weight when I was 20 I believed I had too much weight 25 and then obviously I got pregnant and I gave myself a little bit of grace straight after pregnancy but not that much grace I should have given myself more time to you know, think, I, I expected myself to bounce back really quickly. And I also got into the delusion that breastfeeding will just melt all the weight off, which it didn't. I did have to work quite hard at it and I'm still not where I am. And all of that compounds into a level of anxiety and guilt that I'm not looking like the perfect mum and that my house is not looking the perfect way. And I know it shouldn't. And I do want to sort of just kind of put that message out that, um, if you are in the same, if you feel the same way or you struggle with the same anxieties, it's okay. I have a messy house. I don't have the perfect body and the body that I do have, if I will, you may see some images on social media. I've had to put an incredible amount of work into it. I've been working out three times a week. I have done some form of intermittent fasting and I've really reduced how much I eat. Now, that was my personal choice and I respect whatever anyone does with their bodies and how they choose to go about having their bodies and particularly for women who are postpartum don't feel the pressure to have to get back into that shape. I put myself in that pressure but I also want to look a certain way and although I know I don't have to I wanted to push myself but I I'm often in the danger of tipping into going too far and I have all the time, several times throughout my life, I've often tipped myself too far and got a bit too controlling with food or a bit too controlling with exercise and it's a cycle that can be really, really difficult to break and I mean, I was lucky. I have an extremely supportive partner and husband who has always respected how I am and how I look and has always been very body positive with me because if I didn't, I think I would have struggled a lot more with how, with my body image. And so that has been something that I have not taken too well on in the last couple of days. And maybe it's hormonal, maybe it's, you know, a combination of everything, but that has been one of my biggest struggles in the last couple of days. Um, and so I, I think 
I think it is really difficult and you know I've been reflecting so much on um what I want out of life and how I'm going forward because the the whole thing has just thrown me because I thought I had a set pathway I thought I was going to do xyz I ended up leaving nursing I ended up um you know doing things a different way and there is always a different way that you can be doing things and I think we all worry too much about doing things in a certain way and it can be really really difficult but it's just letting go of that mindset but going back to how I felt this morning when I was really struggling I somehow I don't know how I think I I draw a lot of comfort from my partner or my husband and I think it's really good and you're really lucky if you've got an extremely supportive um, family member because that makes all the difference and I know that there are points that I probably I probably would have struggled to come through to the other side if I didn't have such a good husband so yeah we do argue on occasions and the conversation got a bit heated at times because I can be a little bit difficult when I'm in one of my moods but he pulls me through and we can sometimes see the humour in it as well so yeah I I, I am learning now that being a stay-at-home mum not easy in fact it's probably one of the most difficult jobs I've had to do but it's still a lot different to what I was doing before so as an NHS nurse I was going in and doing 12-hour shifts and I worked in intensive care and the issue with that was um, it they were long shifts and to be honest I prefer being a stay-at-home mum because one I get to see my little girl grow up and I know I'm very privileged to do that but two the the my, the time I the way I plan my time is my own I'm not beholden to having my lunch at a certain time and I know that's something that can't be helped at times because you've got to work with your team members but often I didn't I wasn't really even able to get a lunch when I was in when I was a nurse there were times I was my first break would sometimes be at two o'clock and that was not out of sort of that was not the way I wanted it to be because I'd be absolutely starving by then but there's so many perks to being a stay-at-home mum but at the same time, it's it's not all roses and sunshine because the thing is, I feel because I'm not financially contributing to the household. I and I know I know for all you stay-at-home mums or stay-at-home parents, sorry, or dads, whoever's staying at home, I know that's not the case because you're providing a huge amount of value. You're, you're being a cleaner and a um, a parent and a cook and everything all in one go and trying to do that and some some people may be lucky and have children that are fairly easy going I suspect the majority of people have children that can be very wild because they're exploring they're learning they're growing up and I for shock horror my child is incredibly energetic I wonder where she gets that from not me cough cough um is she is really really super hyper and trying to get anything done I was trying to fold the clothes today and she kept pulling each individual item back out as soon as I'd folded it and so it was taking me 10 times longer and then trying to keep an eye on her every two seconds because she's trying to climb up everything and it I don't know it all just comes on top of you and then I'm trying to also 
take the dogs out for a walk or take them out for exercise and I'm bringing her out along and we started off with this front carrier and now she's too heavy for the front carrier so I have to drag the pram and then the wheels on the pram went and your mindset becomes uh, starts unraveling very quickly and you don't know what you're thinking or where you're going sometimes but still with all the difficulties that I've had and all the challenges I've experienced being at home I still would pick this over going back to nursing and I think I'd probably do a more detailed episode on all the pitfalls of nursing and why I left the NHS but it was an incredible mess and I really enjoyed my time but at the same time this is this is miles better and you, you can't beat being in your own home especially because now I'm at my I'm at my home and I can eat more healthily I can get exercise in even though it can be challenging I'm having to do it during her naps but I'm not feeling as unhealthy as I did when I was working as a nurse and I've yet to experience what it's like going into a different job or a different career and um seeing what my work-life balance is with respect to that but from what I can see I'm hoping it's a lot better than what I had as a nurse in the NHS again I've not worked outside of the NHS as a nurse but um my experiences um or my guesses is it might not be all roses and sunshine either I mean nursing as a profession is incredibly difficult and um I think I alluded again to in my last episode that I I felt quite sad that I was leaving this particular chapter behind but actually I find I don't miss it I miss a little bit about I miss the interaction with patients I miss sort of seeing um, people at work and talking to people but the stresses I endured from it was horrendous and so I, I think it was a necessary thing to do but yeah so I, I think the overarching theme for my episode this week is you know looking at being a stay-at-home mum and I think as well as I talked a little bit about delving into social media last week and how a lot of people seem to be sort of quite obsessed with getting followers and things. And I understand why that is because you're trying to make some money from home. But the impact of that is then trying to have to portray perfection on um, social media at times. And I think people do try and sort of be not be perfect, but some. I don't know if that probably gains as much views. I mean, I don't know. I have like quite a messy home and it's not something that I enjoy having, but I also can't keep on top of it all the time. And I do have a lot of clutter. So, yeah. So if you have got any stories about being a stay-at-home mum or doing a career change, please do email me. I would love to read what you have to say to me or what you have to... um what your decisions were for becoming a stay-at-home mum or for doing a career change and how you manage with your children or if you've had um, kids that are sick please email me the email address should be in the description below hit me up on socials on Instagram or Facebook or um, TikTok and tell me more about it so Next week, I'm hoping to do an episode where I talk to my mum about the differences between being a um, looking after a child in the 90s as a verse to now. So no social media in the um, 90s. 
So it was a different ball game. So yeah, I've talked to my mum a little bit more about that. A shorter episode this week, but I hope you guys have got some value out of it. And remember, if you're feeling a bit anxious or you're feeling like you're struggling with everything, you're not the only ones with messy homes. You're not the only ones feeling mum guilt and you're doing a, or dad guilt. You're doing a fantastic job no matter what you're doing. If your child has grown up happy, healthy, fed, you're doing okay. I love to show the messier side of being a mum or being in a work-life balance situation because I see too much perfection out on the internet. So I think sometimes it helps to see that other people live fairly normal, messy, chaotic lives. My my nickname from my mum used to be Messy Jessie, hence the mess. It's clean, but it's just chaotic. So for now, thank you for listening and I hope you have a good week.